ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hi, this is Kathy, and this is my sister Elizabeth. Hi. And this is The Cinema, the podcast where my husband Dave and I used to walk home from the cinema. But we ain't walking anywhere right now. We are at home, isolating in our garden with my little sister, luckily. And it's a sunny day, but tonight we're going to watch a movie. And what are we going to watch, Elizabeth? Army Wives. Yeah, we're excited. Um, It's one that we actually had talked about trying to catch in the cinema but obviously hadn't because I think it was out for about a week before mm, yeah you had been trying to like get a weekend in the diary for me to come and let's go to the cinema yeah so, so we would have gone to see this anyway we we're both huge Sharon Horgan fans she's in this albeit I don't think it had anything to do with the production of it she's a leading actress in it which is cool because I've never seen her in in a cinematic like big release she's usually in TV um, and then Kristen Scott Thomas who I love but Elizabeth doesn't know so that's exciting and yeah it's basically about a choir so we're there for it mm-hmm um, it's that thing where you can actually rent movies that were supposed to be out in the cinema so we're going to pay 16 quid to rent it which we're very happy to pay um, and then afterwards we're going to watch it online with a special guest from Ireland our mother Linda <laughs> and she's going to pop on after the movie for the review so that's going to be quite fun so yeah are you excited Liz? I'm really excited I yeah. haven't really heard much about the movie don't know what it's about but I'm looking forward to it there's wives and there's an army I'll yeah. tell you that much um, I've seen the trailer in the cinema and I was like oh Sharon Horgan's in a movie <laughs> I want to see it uh, and like we love anything musical anyway um, and it's not one day fancied seeing so he's gonna do a zoom with his friends tonight mm-hmm. much like half the world right now <laughs> I know zoom's back to back yeah everyone's zooming uh, so looking forward to it obviously gonna make loads of popcorn and try and recreate a cinema vibe for ourselves but we can't really go for a walk afterwards to record a review because it's gonna be really late and we're gonna be reviewing via Ireland so we'll be recording on the sofa afterwards okay bye catch you later are you going to be okay when I'm gone it's my fifth tour of course I will of course go. I'm Kate Barkley Colonel Barkley's wife let's come up with some exciting activities to do while our service people are away what about singing Singing. Let's just get the strippers in. (laughs) This singing club is going to be a lot of fun and uplifting. And there'll be a few beers afterwards. So, So, why don't we... Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, Uh, Thanks very much, Lisa. That's lovely. This reminds me of when my parents got divorced. Are you going to play that thing without any music? Reading music makes things a bit stilted. I'm not sure Mozart would agree with that. One, two, three. Incantations of a bunch of witches. A bit dramatic. If you think singing with a pole up your arse is what the women need, then you're more out of touch than I thought. We're here, we're back. Uh, London calling. Hello, Cork. <laughs> Hello, London, Surrey. Hello, London, Surrey. 
Hello, how are you, Mom? <laughs> I'm good. I'm very good, yeah. I think you started, the, you finished the movie before us because we kept pausing to attend babies and make snacks. Well, I think I did take a 12-minute break at some point so that you could catch up. So there was only a couple of minutes in it. I think we were more or less lined up. And welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while since you were on. It's been ages. It's been really ages. So, yes, yeah, lovely to be back and lovely to be back with, um, yeah, with you and with Elizabeth. Yeah, we miss you. I know. But at least if we're virtually watching movies together, it's like we're hanging out. I love the virtual uh, watching. I mean, for your for your listeners, we did do a <laughs> between France, England and Ireland. We did a Zoom movie watch last week just for fun. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that it's was really good. fun. Yeah, we watched Demolition Man. The, mo- the movie, the movie or Demolition Man, mom? <laughs> the movie was terrible, but uh, the, 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 hang- <laughs> the hanging out was fun. Um, and mom, did you like Military Wives? I did. I liked it. Yeah, it was um, a very easy watch on a Saturday night. Um, I, yeah, I didn't find it remarkable, but I found it heartwarming and pleasant. It's a funny one because it was, um, mom, you mightn't realise, but it was released like only in early March in the cinemas. And then obviously with the pandemic, all the cinemas closed. So it's one of those monies, uh, movies where no one will know how well it would have done. Um, and then it's obviously been released on demand now so that people can rent it. So it's kind of a, it's a funny situation for a film to be in. They're probably lucky they got the release at all. If it had been a couple of weeks later, it probably just it would never have been released because it's not, you know, it feels like a relatively small movie. I know there's... Um, we not released it at all. I don't know, because if by the time all the movies start flooding back to the cinemas again, I doubt this one would have felt very urgent for someone to release on like a bond or like an Avengers movie or whatever. You know what I mean? I know, I know there's an Irish shot. There's an Irish shot movie that was due to release Vivarium due to release in cinemas. It's just gone straight to streaming and renting online and it's doing fine, I think. And I think a lot of movies are just going to skip the cinema altogether. Mm. Yeah. I did see what, when it was um, announced that it was going to be on demand, Sharon Horgan had an Instagram story up and she was just so happy. I know. She said she was afraid that nobody would get to see it. I know, which would be a shame. And Lizzie, what did you think of it? I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, I thought it was interesting because even though it was set like within the British army and within like the context of the British troops being in Afghanistan, it kind of wasn't about that. And you could kind of separate that from the storyline of it. Yeah. And it really highlighted like the people who are affected by that. Um, by those events where it isn't like necessarily their choice. Yeah. I mean, and Sharon Horgan especially kind of portrayed that like she wasn't happy that her husband was going away. Yeah, it's different from like, I say a movie, like a war movie. Like yeah. it, the, the, what, what it's about is just the women and their relationships. It's not really about any of the war stuff, which I quite like that it's separated as well. Um, and yeah, I really liked... I really like the cast and Christian Scott Thomas. I haven't seen her in ages and anything. She's amazing. She's so great. So I was really pleased to see her. Um, and it's a, it's a funny, it's an interesting one because we watched the invisible man a couple of weeks ago and we, um, Elizabeth and I and Dave all thought like that would have been better in the cinema. But this one, I mean, I just think it's perfectly fine to watch at home. I feel, would feel yeah. no need to watch this in the cinema as much as I enjoyed it. And thought it was a nice movie it, it kind of just feels like a straight to dvd movie to me anyway and you i don't mean didn't that lose anything by pausing it no and i don't mean that as a negative it just doesn't feel you know it's not very cinematic 
Um, but I really like that it's based on real story. And um, look, we're not really going to go into much spoilers on this one. It's about army wives who have a choir. But it's just, it's love. Like, it's lovely to watch a choir movie and like watch people learn to sing together. I always find that really enjoyable anyway. Like, it ain't no sister act, though. No, but it had that nice, like, regular British charm from movies like The Full Monty and stuff, like a people clubbing together. Yeah, definitely did. And I like the characters. Mom, what what about it did you kind of like or not like? Um, yeah, well, it's interesting what you say about, like, watching it at home as against watching it in the cinema. It is an easy movie to kind of also be checking your phone and wandering around making a cup of tea. It's not gripping because there's no real intense drama or plot. But ultimately, I don't think it's about that. It is about women coming together and supporting each other. I think that's what it was about. There was a lot of healing for the women. And, you know, even though it was funny and lighthearted, it did cover loss and grief and bereavement and the difficulties that... Yeah, I was going to say women, but that the people endure. So I did. I liked that. I mean, I loved the acting. I liked Christ, Kristen Scott Thomas and mm-hmm. that Irish actress whose name I've forgotten. Sharon Morgan. Um, yeah, she was good. Yeah, she's aged. She's matured or else she just sat into her role well. Um, I mean, musically, it wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't supposed to be about that. I think musically, it was just pleasant. And it was like a group of friends getting together and singing, unlike Sister Act. And I think think it was good that they just made it regular women because it did kick off a whole series of choirs. That that piece at the end, there's a montage of all the, the military wives' choirs. It's very beautiful. Yeah, that was really lovely. It reminded me of um, one of our listeners uh, had sent me an Instagram. Her name's Moira. Hi, Moira. Um, about pub choir. They're on Instagram and Facebook. And um, they're doing couch choirs with people from all over the world. And you, everyone sends in recordings of themselves. And then they kind of mash them all together. And it, it's amazing. It's really cool. Um, I'm going to try and do the next one if I can. It's hard to get into. But this was like that at the end, like those women all over the world singing the same song. Because the first one they started singing, We Are Family, Elizabeth and I like rolled our eyes. We're like, oh God, it's a bit rich. And then we realized it's because that's what the real women did. And suddenly we liked it. So sometimes a biopic can kind of get away with being cheesier than a fiction movie, because if it really happened, it's acceptable. But if it was fiction, it's a bit naff. Yeah, I'd be interested to see whether that song they sang at the end was actually the real song from their performance, because that was amazing. Oh my God, the song from their performance was amazing. Mom, were you, we were bawling at it, were you? At the song they sang in the end. Yeah. Yeah, it was so beautiful, yeah. And I knew it was going to be special because they kept not letting us hear it. We only heard, we never heard it being rehearsed. We didn't hear it being written. They were just saving it for that one performance. Now, oh, of course, I was right. a little bit, I was a little bit critical in my mind that last performance. Like, we couldn't see who was playing the music and there was nobody conducting. It was just unrealistic and impractical. That's what like, I mean, there I was nobody. Being a bit jarring because like you'd hear them practicing in the tea room and they were like quite average and then suddenly they'd be like amazing and auto-tuned and it didn't it, it didn't sound like them singing at all yeah I wondered if some of them were like the real women from the choir because they didn't really seem like actresses some of them don't think they were though you don't think they were because especially that was 10 years ago none of them looked. yeah true um and it's just kind of it's really interesting to watch like I don't know if I've ever seen I know there was actually a tv show at one point called army wives or something it was kind of like a sexy tv show but um 
Getting proper mental health care can help you feel more like you. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, insomnia, relationship issues, workplace stress, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can use your FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. I've never really seen anything about like women on an army base, so part of me was like slightly confused and I'd love if any of our listeners could enlighten me. I was like, are they not allowed to get jobs? Like, what? Why do they all have not? I don't understand why they all don't have anything to do. I think part of the reason they often don't have like employment or jobs outside of the base is that they move around so much. So, like, his job or whoever's actually employed by the army, their job would obviously move wherever they move. But if you're moving from base to base, yeah, that makes sense. You wouldn't be able to take your job with you. And we were also wondering what they do because they kept saying we need to occupy ourselves while our husbands are away. And I was like, but what difference does it make? Surely you need to be occupied all the time. Because, like, what are you doing when your husband's there? Like, just tending him all day? Like, surely he's out at work anyway. So some of it felt very patriarchal and a little bit odd. But then I guess that's the army is very male-dominated. Like, I just didn't quite understand why they only needed to be entertained when their husbands weren't there. Yeah, I I agree with that as well. But I wonder whether that is just very representative of what that life is like. I don't know if that's actually like a bad representation of it or not. Yeah, basically, I have no idea. I know nothing about army wives whatsoever. Kathy and I didn't even really know that army bases existed. We were like, why do they all live together? Are they in Afghanistan? Yeah, we're in England. (laughs) We didn't know that they existed in England. So we're completely ignorant, basically. Uh, We were slightly confused. I think that's really... It's really funny. And I was also thinking because, do you know, I know you did, you reviewed it recently on, they probably was over on, over on your Patreon, but that first episode of uh, Quantum Leap, that's set in an army base where all the army wives are sitting around drinking tea, same thing. Yeah, that's true. So that was specifically like a naval base. So they were like flying and stuff. Um, Same. Oh yeah, it's true. It was a naval base, but yeah, no. They there are lots of movies that are set. Or I can't think of any. Some one of those early Tom Cruise movies. Lots of them were the set in army Top bases. Gun? There's always been army. Top Gun. There's always been army bases, and yes, they exist. And even I think in the Curra in Ireland, there's uh, lots of families and wives living around the army bases. Yeah, so it's fascinating. And I guess. I guess, I mean, she did work sort of in the military shop and I guess there were schools. So I guess the women are working, but we weren't being shown their lives outside of choir. So it was kind of... No, which I wanted to see. Yeah, we didn't know. Deliberately, we saw nothing except their singing. Yeah, and you're right. The singing wasn't great. Like, I think that's why I kept thinking of Sister Act because the singing in Sister Act is amazing and I would have liked to see maybe more interesting songs being done, but I guess maybe they're just covering the songs as women really did. Like, I, yeah, I wasn't like hugely into any of the songs and, and I liked the women together and I liked their chemistry, but there were some scenes which were just like a little bit flat. Like there would just be like no background noise or no music and, and a joke would land, wouldn't land. Like, it, I don't know. Mm. I just, it felt like it's a little bit like this when you're recording a podcast over Zencaster. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like the awkward pauses. Like I felt like, um, like the movie just sometimes was a little bit awkward. I don't know if you guys thought that. I thought like, not that it was awkward, but 
I didn't really enjoy the rivalry between the two main women. Like, I know that it was all resolved. I mean, not really a spoiler, spoiler the um, conflict was resolved by the end, but they were just quite, everybody was a little bit nasty to each other every once in a while and it kind yeah. of just made me uncomfortable. And not in a funny way. Not in a funny way, no, just in like a genuinely hurtful way. Yeah, there was a scene where there was two characters had an argument and it was just really left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I didn't enjoy it at all. I think in terms of acting, um, Kristen Scott Thomas carried the whole thing. It was almost, yeah. I always found it was almost a relief when she was back. When she came back in, it was a relief because she really lifted it. Like it was a class performance. She was very good. Yeah, she, she's brilliant. She did the emotion and the bitchy and everything. She really pulled it off. She she definitely held it together. And there were some lovely scenes when she was comforting the new young widow and the comforting girl, yeah she was comforting her and yet being quite cool and stiff up her lip yeah it was honestly i don't have much to say about it i enjoyed hanging out with you and watching a movie and it's a nice movie but you know it's not it's not going to be up for the oscars so i don't think no i don't think so either but i well, definitely I mean, like i recommend it for, yeah. for people who are interested in this kind of a story and you know, to support the film because it is really good to support films in time like this. But and I think it is a tough time to be released. I mean, it's 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 not completely at odds with the kind of time we're in now. You had women just literally waiting around on the base for for news of their husbands and for their husbands to come home and trying to fill time. It's not unlike what we're all doing now, like waiting for something. We're all kind of in a hole. Everybody was in a holding space. So I did, I, yeah. could, re- I could relate to that. Like, well, what are we going to do with ourselves now? Yeah, will that's we, true. Will we sing? Will we knit? No, we'll just, there was a lot of wine drinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I do. Yeah, I feel like none of us have that much to say about this movie, but we all give it a, a decent review. <laughs> Definitely enjoyable. I, I give it a thumbs up. I enjoyed it and I was, I cried. Of course I cry. I always cry. Oh God, yeah. yeah. At least three separate occasions. People die, people fall out, people make up and I cry. So it definitely worked. I think the, but I love a British comedy. I think they do those kind of movies really well. I will say that. They do that. And I love Sharon Horgan. They do what they do. What I like some of these British movies, they don't populate them with the beautiful people. They're very ordinary people living ordinary lives and just being funny. Yeah. And they often like don't really have that much in the way of plot. They'll have like one plot point and it's all just about the characters around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was a funny um we won't like because we're not doing spoiler sofa on this one, but um the there's a character who was handling stress by like buying a lot of stuff online. That was funny. And I was like that I think there's a lot of people are doing that as well. Yeah, that was <laughs> so funny. Like, and it's funny because it took me a while to figure out what was actually going on until until it was revealed. And I was like, oh, right, that's what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah, so. And it reminded us of us in our house when we were younger because oh, remember, Mum, we yes. did that a little bit. Yes, we did. <laughs> we, the stair mat, no, whatever it was. The, the stepper, lateral thigh the trainer. The lateral thigh trainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we were so excited when it arrived and we all fought over it for like a week and then like it was never used again. Yeah. <laughs> and I finally gave it away not long ago about a year ago i gave it away on free cycle to somebody that's <laughs> like we just got um, a trampoline on amazon for oscar which i think a lot of parents are doing 
like getting something that you can burn a child's energy in a small space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a bit like that. So yeah, overall, I'm just delighted that we kind of virtually watched a movie together, Mom, and it's been too long since you've been on the pod. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. And... So you've been on the Patreon a lot more, I think, just because we happen to always record it when we were in your house. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but now Elizabeth has usurped you as our most regular guest. I have been usurped now in the in the yeah, that's fine. Usurped by I couldn't um, think of somebody better to be usurped by. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Um okay, and thank you everyone for listening. Um and enjoy I think what I would say to to the to the listeners is it's you know, it's worth supporting it, it's worth renting it. I'd like to see good British movies being made and I like to see um, yeah, good comic relief and people covering real topics, topics that aren't, yeah, sorry, I'm going to make a little speech here, but topics that aren't high profile or high drama or glamorous, but very real. These, like, military wives, is a real thing. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's certainly drawn our attention to something we knew nothing about. Um, And thank you, everyone, for listening. If you haven't already done so, it's now a really good time while you're uh, social distancing and isolating to head over to Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't already done, subscribe, rate, and review. We hugely appreciate it. Our latest iTunes review mentions my little sister Elizabeth. We were so excited. (laughs) She's an honor. She's an official member of the pod now. So thank you to Liz who left us that review. Uh, we were so excited. Oh, is that Liz? You sure it wasn't Elizabeth you make leaving her own review? I hope not. I would accept I always really struggle with the Apple Podcast app. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll show you how to use it. What you do is you open up Apple Podcasts, you search the cinema, okay, yeah. you have to search for us, and then you hit five stars. Right, okay, I'll keep that in mind. Okay, good, Elizabeth, thank you. And I would just anyway, like to, so delighted. I, can I just comment here on you always calling Elizabeth your little sister, which is very cute, given that she's twice as tall as you. And also, I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to say here, she's a proper grown-ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a love is blind Putting that on my business <laughs> a love is blind episode reference for anyone who hasn't seen about Mark was it Mark did he say it about it yeah, Mark, Mark said, said he was a, he was a grown <laughs> ass man <laughs> did you finish love is blind mom I thought you got sick of it oh god no I watched it yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. Oh, good. I watched it pretty I much. Mama fast forwarded to the end because she told me that she was on episode five and then was texting me about the like wedding episode. <laughs> she had actually just watched them all in one afternoon. <laughs> the only way to watch Love is Blind. Do you know, I'm so glad we finished Love is Blind before Oscar's Childminder shut down. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to do it now. Now I can just watch Frozen on repeat over and over again. And... Um, and what else? Oh, yeah, we've just all started Tiger King, so we're definitely doing a Patreon episode as soon as we finish that one. Did you finish it, Mom? No, I've seen two episodes, not loving it. Oh, same. Oh, no, I'll save it for the review. Ooh. Oh, you think Ooh. you're going to be invited back for Patreon? I think I will. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'd be mortified if I'm not. I'd be so embarrassed. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right, Mom. Love you loads. Love Stay you safe. Lots. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And big love to everybody who's out there tucked up at home. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay happy. Okay. Bye, Mom. Bye. Bye. Mom, I know it feels a bit much, but if we can survive the last five months. We can survive five minutes out there. Maybe this choir isn't about singing for ourselves. It's about being heard. Come and see. No, thank you. It's like childbirth. Best to be completely oblivious until it's happening. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. 
here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.